Jack Ringenberg Media. I'd honestly say just do any work that comes to your table, even if it's for free, even if it's volunteer, at least when you're first starting, because this is what's going to help you build a portfolio. And also, if you're just being nice and generous to people, they're going to be more likely to be nice to you later and give you paid work. Hi, I'm Jack Ringenberg, host of the nationally award-winning series, The Jack Ringenberg Show. I'm also the host, director, writer, and editor of the Jack Ringenberg Media documentary, The CHTE Archives. In this three-part series, I will be exploring the stories of people who produce freelance media and learn how they got to where they are today. From Jack Ringenberg Media, this is Media Minds. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the season finale of Media Minds. Today, I am joined by a very special guest. He is an award-winning videographer, musician, animator, and storyteller. He has been doing media work for many years with his companies Park Creations, Max Park Media, and The Park Bear. With his media companies, he has done many high-end projects, such as producing and scoring a feature film, creating and releasing three albums in the span of under one and a half years, and attracting the attention of famous celebrities with his Park Creations mashup art series. As I mentioned previously, he is a musician, and you will be hearing his music throughout today's episode. Please join me in welcoming to the show the media wizard himself, Max Park. Thanks for having me. Well, so for people who might not know, could you please talk about your three media companies and the differences between all of them? So I'll start with Max Park Media. I'd say Max Park Media is more of my professional side. That's where I do my professional for hire videography, as well as graphic design and even animation now. That's what I'm leading into. So that's where I've done commercials and weddings and really just anything in that vein. Park Creations is more of my, I say, personal artistic side. That's where I've done a lot of pop art. And that's where I kind of mix in my music. And that's just for fun. Really just any art that I'm feeling in the moment. And then the Park Pair is even more specific, which that is art that I do with my sister, which that's when we kind of team up and work together to create projects, which we did with Tomato Tail, which was our 45 minute little feature that we just did for fun, and several other projects that we worked on. Because she makes a great writer, and then I do a lot of the editing and filming, and so we come together, write it. She's also an incredible actress. So that's pretty much the Park Pair is when we come together and work on projects. So you've been doing media work for a long time. What got you first interested in video, music, and graphic design work? Man, well, I've got to thank my mom for enrolling me in piano lessons at such a, such a young age. I definitely grew up in an artistic household, and I started taking piano lessons at the age of three, and I've been playing ever since then. I grew up classically trained, but I've since grown to love improvisation and writing music of my own. So I've just always loved music. In video, I started by just making stupid little videos on my mom's phone, like those Lego stop motions and whatnot. And then when my mom remarried, actually, I was introduced to my now stepfather, Nick, and Nick does video work professionally, full time. And so he kind of introduced me to this world and I got to see it and I just absolutely fell in love. And so I started making fun little videos and actually there was a local high school in town, which is the high school I went to, Concordia Lutheran High School, which they held a comedy festival every single year, a video film festival. And I saw that and I was like, oh, no way, a video contest. And it was open to middle school and high school students 
So in, I believe fifth grade is when I could first enter. Fifth grade, I entered the maximum amount of videos that you can enter, which was three. And I ended up winning first, second, and third place, which was just a great time overall. And so then I went on to enter that film fest every consecutive year that they had it. And it was just a fun challenge to come up with three videos and keep doing it. And then over time, my skills got better and better. And I kept, I was always just trying to learn new stuff with every video. It would be, oh, well, I haven't done this yet. Oh, I haven't taught myself this. Oh, I want to try this new project. And so it was really just seeing everything that's out there, which is why now I've done animation and whatnot, because I'm just trying everything that I have in it and slowly growing my skills, which then as my skills got better, I began to offer my services professionally because I felt comfortable enough that I, I had the skills amassed to be able to hire my work. Yeah. So uh, what led you specifically? Um, I know you kind of touched on it, but wanting to do client work and doing Max Park Media. I think the client work stemmed from, I saw that my skills, I saw where my skills were at and I knew that they could be taken seriously and professionally. And I wanted to use them to help. It, it started actually in volunteer settings where I would be using my video skills to help just friends or uh, staff members at school who needed a video. And so it started just doing it for free. But soon I saw, oh, I could actually make money off of this. And then instead of having to work at McDonald's or whatever, not that there's anything wrong with that, but I much prefer, I love making videos and I love doing that. So then not only could I be getting paid to do what I love, but I could be learning every step of the way. So yeah, slowly over time, I, I gathered a portfolio and I learned that I could sell my skills and I still do volunteer work as well. That's where I started. Yeah, that's awesome. So last year, I know you wrote the entire score for the 45-minute Park Fair film, Tomato Tale. Uh, in the Jack Ringenberg show, you kind of talked about that a little bit, but could you touch on it here for people who may not have seen that episode? Over the course of the year 2022, I believe, my sister and I wrote and directed and acted in a 45-minute short film that we did entirely with fruits and vegetables. So it was a bit of animation and I don't, I don't want to say stop motion but all of the the actors are tomatoes and fruits and pineapples and whatnot i'm a tomato a veggie living free every day i milk the cows and dance amongst the trees i'm a tomato and i'm as happy as can be my family lives in harmony with the birds, the bees, and me. So anyways, we just did that in our spare time. I was still, I was doing video professionally and I was going to school, but every ounce of free time that we had, we'd be filming and voice recording and editing. And we had a bunch of friends and family in it as well. So it was this big project overall. It was a great time. But yes, so I also, I'm really into scoring and I love film scores. And that was one of the new challenges that I wanted to teach myself because I'd never done that before. And with the 45 minute feature film, I guess, featurette, that it's also a musical. So there are sung songs in it, but there's also just a lot of music that has to accompany it. And so just using GarageBand, I slowly started piecing together all the music and slowly it came together. And last December in 2022, we actually got to hold a screening in my high school's auditorium because they were gracious enough to let me and my sister do that. And it was a great time. It was just a super fun project overall. Just a great passion project for the both of us. Yeah, and I gotta say the film was great. Um, yeah, 
Uh, so since September, you've released two albums, Since You'll Miss Me and All Hollows Dinner Party. What inspired those two albums and what was the process of creating those like? All right, so both have completely different inspirations that I'll say. So when I'm playing piano, I know I touched on this earlier, I really love improvisation and I love to just feel the piano and play even if that means including lots of mistakes and whatnot and just having fun. And almost every single day I'll sit down at the piano and I'll play for half an hour at least. I'll just sit there and just play and it doesn't have to be anything in particular. Obviously I'll play other songs, but I also just love to just get in the groove and play. And my mom had talked about how when I'm going off to college, because now I'm in Georgia, so I'm out of state, she was going to miss hearing me play and the house would be a lot quieter because I just wouldn't be here and I'm, I'm constantly playing music so there's always noise in the air. And so Since You'll Miss Me is a compilation of three of my jams, as you can call them, and it accumulates to about an hour. And that I really just did for my family, for them to listen to. And I don't know, it's just kind of fun. It's, it's more what it would sound like when I do just sit here and play for a while. And so they can listen to that. And then it's like, I'm here, but not really. And it's also fun for me to go back and look at that because I can see how my skills improve over time. So Since You'll Miss Me is just a collection of me just playing, just improvising, improvising my heart out for fun. And the Halloween album, that one was actually great. So I, I am now at school in the Savannah College of Art and Design. And I went down there and I met all of my roommates for the first time and it was October 1st. And the way I do projects, I always like to have a personal project that I'm working on in the background just for fun. And I remembered that in the year 2021, I did a similar Halloween project. I did, it was a short little 10 minute music project that I did on my own. I think Violet helped out a little bit. But I did that 2022, I didn't do any Halloween projects because of Tomato Tail. And this year, October 1st came around, and I was like, oh, I don't have a project to work on. And I really want to do something with music, and Halloween is around the corner. And I love Halloween, and who doesn't love Halloween? And I was getting closer with my roommates, and so I pitched the idea. I said, hey, guys, what if we did a Halloween album? However, there was no idea there. It was simply just the concept of, what if we made a musical Halloween album? There wasn't any idea behind it. It wasn't a dinner party yet, because that's what it ended up being. But that's really how it started. I just wanted a project. I pitched it to my roommates and they were both incredibly on board. And then from there we were like, okay, well, we have 30 days. We have 31 days to get this album out. And so we just started working any free time we had. It's nice when, I mean, I'm living with them. So at night we're all there and it's like, okay, well, let's write a song. We didn't know it would turn into what it did, but it was very fun brainstorming. There were lots of other ideas that came into play. And it's cool because I have, all of them in my journals here. So I have like all of the original ideas and you can kind of see it evolve. And then all like the lyrics and whatnot too. Yeah, so that's the origin of the Halloween album. Don't get distracted, we got a story to tell. About how a blues band got cast in the hell. Way up north in the city of dreams, past cigarette smoke and aluminum beams. There was a stage we were made to own and you could hear our music down the road. So in terms of media, what has been um, one of the biggest challenges you've had to face and how have you overcome it? When it comes to media, I'd say the biggest challenge that I've had to face has definitely been animation. That one, I have to give so much credit to any animator out there 
because it is so much more work than you'll ever believe. And the animation I've done has been much simpler than like a running animation, but it's still, I'd say animated graphics. There's just so many pieces of the puzzle, especially when it comes to editing keyframes and layering it all on top of each other. That's a fun challenge. I do enjoy it, but it's, it's very hard. And you could also call the mouth animation for tomato tail animating, I guess. That was the worst editing that I've literally ever had to do. Cause that was all syncing with the syllables, kind of like how a puppet talks. And that was, that was intense. Yeah. So um, I know with um, like the creativity um, space as a whole and like, especially media, inspiration is like huge. So who inspires you? That's a great question. All right, first off, Trey Anastasio, one of my greatest inspirations. Absolutely love him. He's the front man for the band Fish, but he also has his own band, Trey Anastasio Band. He's on side band, I would say. He's an incredible songwriter and a composer and just a wonderful guy from what I've seen. He's very eloquently spoken and he's just so bubbly. So I love his music and I love him as a person. Another inspiration I would say is Ben Folds, incredible piano player. Oh, and uh, hold on, let me say, Trey Anastasio plays the guitar, but he composes for everything. Ben Folds is another inspiration. He is incredible piano player, also a composer and a brilliant songwriter. And yeah, so I love him. I love Trey Anastasio, Ben Folds. When it comes to movies, I love John Williams as a score composer, obviously. Danny Elfman. Um, let me think. Alan Silvestri is incredible. He did Back to the Future and whatnot. And then directors. I love Edgar Wright. Edgar Wright is incredible. He did Shaun of the Dead and Baby Driver and a bunch of other ones in that field. Hot Fuzz. I absolutely love his style. Obviously, Tarantino is really fun. Spielberg is just the movie maker. I just absolutely love his films. They're so fun and childlike, and I love them. And yeah, I'd say those are pretty much some of the big ones. But I, I get most of my inspiration from musicians, I'll say. Ben Folds and Trey Anastasio, I really listen to a lot. I love them. Yeah. Um, and what advice would you give to someone that's um, maybe starting to think about doing freelance media work? When you're first getting into freelance media work, I'd honestly say just do any work that comes to your table, even if it's for free, even if it's volunteer, at least when you're first starting, because this is what's going to help you build a portfolio. And also if you're just being nice and generous to people, they're going to be more likely to be nice to you later and give you paid work. So I'd say volunteering your skills because then that'll help you learn and grow. And then eventually you'll get to the point where your skills are good, are good enough that you can look at them and say, Hey, I'm professional enough now that I can start charging for my work. And then over time it can just build and build. Yeah. And in what ways do you see um, media being a part of your future? Well, I am currently at the Savannah College of Art and Design. I'm studying film and musical composition, and I very much see a career in either freelance media work or in more of a Hollywood sense with television and feature films, whether that means working on music or editing or directing, but some role within that field, definitely. There will 100% be media probably music or film. You can find me on Instagram at Park Creations or at Max Park Media. 
as well as my personal handle is it's Maxwell Park. And my website is parkcreations.weebly.com. Thank you so much, Max, for coming on the show today. And thank you so much for listening to this episode of Media Minds. To view more of Max's work, you can find him online at parkcreations.weebly.com. For more Jack Ringenberg media content, you can visit us online at jackringenberg.com. Please consider leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Additionally, please share this episode with others who may be interested in media production. Thank you for listening, and I hope you have a great rest of your day. Today's episode featured many songs, all written by Max. They include What Time Is It, one of his singles, Sunlit Fern, Volume 2, and Lure, Volume 3, from the Park Pair YouTube channel, Embracing Change from the album Since You'll Miss Me, Pineapple Pursuit, I Am a Tomato, and New Beginnings from the Tomato Tale soundtrack, and finally, The Headless Mailman's Overture, and Skeleton Swing from All Hollows Dinner Party. Jack Ringenberg Media.